0: And we are back. Hello, Grill.
1: Hello, JT. It's been a long How are time. you? Yeah, good. Good. Surviving. Good. Uh, what
0: good. About you? Well, yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, it's been a little while. It's been about a year since we were last on the uh, on the sound waves of, of you know yeah. the extra listeners and the, the wider audience as well. Um, I feel like I've seen you a few times.
1: Yeah. Well. Well, I was saying, are you feeling a bit rusty on the introduction? I've kind of yeah, no
0: jingles, no jingle today. I'm still, I would say, uh, the host elect. Um, oh yeah, 100%. but I, I certainly think we, we're a bit out of practice, and also we're back on Zoom, which we did a few times last year, but it's definitely harder. Um, you know, your social timing is always. You know, leaving a little bit to be desired. So, you know, we've got to work. Yeah, especially on well delay. The I think
1: I think there was a bit of a delay before we started. I didn't know what was going on. I was like,
0: Yeah, yeah. You're not talking about the delay of you cooking at dinner for two hours, are you?
1: No. Well, in actual fact, it was it was quite a good meal. I literally just finished it and I've got it on straight away.
0: For um, for those who didn't see it on Gravers, be real. He just had a plate of chorizo. Um, I take credit for introducing chorizo to Gravers' cooking repertoire. But it wasn't with the idea of him just having a plate.
1: Well, uh, that's basically tapas, isn't it? That's what we had in Valencia. Um, yeah, but was I was what, trying to explain to you... That's a meal.
0: I was trying to explain to you that tapas is a, lot, a variety of small plates and you just had one big plate of chorizo, which is not the same thing. But anyway, I digress because, <laughs> like you said, we're trying to get an intro done here and we're now talking about... It would be impressive
1: your... if I uh, cooked, the chure- cooked chorizo for two hours. I think would it, that would also. I up.
0: wouldn't put it past you. Um, the chopping probably took an hour and a half, so you're probably almost there by that point. Anyway, uh, let's catch up. Let's catch the listeners up on what we've been doing in the last year or so. Um, obviously, Lent finished, I think, mid April last year. Um, so we then went and did our exams and graduated uni, left uni. Uh, and what have you been doing since then, Grill?
1: Oh, God, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, actually. Um, I moved to. Uh, Oxford, because I had a job pretty much straight out of uni, um, I literally had, like, my deadline, my final deadline about three days before I started, so, um, didn't have too much chill time, but yeah, so started that, It was going swimmingly until it wasn't, um, people calling me the company killer, because uh, that's one company which has ceased to exist, which I've worked in from one job, so, um, Yeah, so I've moved back home uh, and currently looking for jobs. I had an interview on Tuesday, um, which is fun, always fun. I'm sure many of our graduate listeners can uh, relate to what the job search is like, uh, because it can be very hit and miss. But yeah, hockey-wise, played a bit at Oxford Hawks uh, before Christmas, um, uh, which I was playing like two slash threes because they had like an aussie gun aussie keeper so uh just messed around a bit there and then uh yeah i've been tra- i've always dreamt of kicking a ball for norwich city so i've been uh training with them this uh this side of christmas what about you jt i think you're muted fella Can you hear me? Yes, I can.
0: Blimey, that is a proper bloopers <laughs> moment already. Um, yeah, also not living the, the classic student life in Clapham or uh, other southern parts of London. Uh, I ticked off an Exeter checklist point of working at Wimbledon during the summer, which was good fun. Uh, since then, I uh, applied for jobs in the autumn. I've got a job, but I haven't started it yet. Um, so I'm starting that. After this summer, at the very earliest, um, I'm about to head off travelling South America for a little while, which would be cool. Is um, Toby giving you any
1: uh, hot hot places to go?
0: Yeah, Where no, he's, he's destinations. Yeah, he's giving me some tips. I mean, if if he was to be followed completely, then he'd probably just tell me to stay out there forever. Um, but he's back in the UK, um, and I'm heading off for a bit, which would be cool. Um, but yeah, not starting serious employment just yet. Uh, Still kicking that can down the road as much as possible. Um, Whereas most of our mates are now um, in the city living life there. Uh, Hockey-wise, I actually haven't played this year. I've just been moving around a little bit too much. Uh, No one could come in with an offer good enough to, you know, tie me down to one place. Uh, I've done a fair amount of spectating, seen a a bit of the extra boys and girls, uh, as well as some other hockey, uh, which has been good, but also made me want to get back um, playing. Uh, has it so, wet the
1: palette?
0: Yes, it certainly has a little bit. Um, so we'll get on to um, our next clubs uh, later in the pod. But yeah, definitely something that I'm starting to consider ahead of next year. Um, but yeah, that's me really. Not, not doing any serious employment just yet, which is the headline for both of us. Um, I think we better roll back, not the years, but perhaps just the, the singular year, uh, and get back to what we were best known for, perhaps, which is the hot takes. Um, I know that you've had yours sitting, you've been sitting on yours for a while. So why don't you kick us off with the hot takes?
1: Well, it's coming around to that time. I've got to renew my yearly subscription. Uh, and as everyone knows, I like big bucks and I cannot lie. Um, so I'm predicting a 5-0 win for the Ladies Threes so big bucks Wednesday uh, on this coming
0: Wednesday so yeah, yeah. exciting I mean,
1: do stuff
0: do you have anything to say to that? no I mean you've obviously had that Big Bucks line that work. you've been working on that for a while the trouble is obviously with the first episode of the season not that this is the season but it means that you've, you've had too long to think about your jokes whereas at least when we were doing it once a day uh, you, you just had to come up with stuff unfiltered <laughs> um, but yeah no I'll, I'll be at bucks, Big Bucks Wednesday as will you um, looking forward to it not sure I'll make it up for the ladies threes because it is—is is it a ten thirty or eleven thirty pushback? Yeah,
1: ten thirty. Uh, I'm mm. a bit of an ultra, so I think it's like a six, six fifty train out of Norwich. Yeah, again, uh, I mean, Nottingham. To your snaking. girlfriend
0: is also playing, right?
1: Well, yeah, but you know, you gotta be gotta be supportive It's one club.
0: Yeah, so. understood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you are a, you are a threes fan at heart, I suppose. Once you found your proper level. Um, my hot take is actually not not extra or hockey related. Um, it's sport related though. A bit late to the party on this one. And this is a two-parter. The first part is golf is just a great sport. Um, definitely late to the party on that one. Spectating, if I was good at playing, it would also be a good sport for playing. Um, but I'm definitely getting into golf. I think I realised this year that one of the reasons I got into NFL is that it fits a little quiet spot in the weekend sp- live sport viewing because nothing in the UK is going on on a Sunday evening, and that's why the NFL is good. Equally, nothing really goes on on a Thursday and Friday daytime other than the first rounds of a golf tournament. Um, so that's definitely been one that I've started watching more. Um, are, and you then a, the second... are
1: you a bit of a parrot? <laughs>
0: That is just, uh, like last year, I'm just going to I'm just gonna have to move past that. Um, I think but my second part of my hot take is, is a little bit closer to home, but still golf-related. I've never played 18 holes. I've played nine holes once in the last maybe 15 years. I've been on the driving range a little bit recently, though. I reckon that if you and I, Grover, went for a round now with me never having played 18 holes before, I reckon I'd beat you.
1: Do you want to guess what my last 18 hole score was? And this was, I think, like October time.
0: Um, Well, I'm pretty sure you haven't broken 100 yet, so I'm going to guess 108.
1: 119. Wow. Uh, One of my more, uh, one of my favorite rounds was when I went uh, 69 on the front nine, 69 on the back nine, and it was 69 over par. So, and that wasn't even like an attempt. Like, I can't. Control how but, many shots I'm going to hit on a hole. It was just that is that was, is everything it, about it was perfect and perfect. Apart from you hit
0: 138.
1: Well, yeah, but you take the <laughs> good with the bad. Uh, I'm still learning. I've got a bit of a slice. Um, it's quite yeah. hard to work on actually, but lefty. Yeah,
0: fair enough. I mean, I just I haven't seen you play golf, but I can't imagine that coordination is on your side on that one. Um, I hit. I played the nine the nine holes that I mentioned. I did play it over on holiday over Christmas, and I hit a 54-9. So that was the first golf I would played in in years. So I think I could beat you. Um, yeah. But anyway, My top, we'll, we'll put that got, to test at some point.
1: I've got 101 twice. I got into the like final three holes with plenty of shots in hand, and then I shot like. A 12 on the 6th as 16th at crediton on both both occasions It's just
0: silver it's yeah. that that is going to hurt what, do you need you need about 7 per whole is it to, to get to break 100 uh, less than that probably anyway don't no. do maths that's the people don't want the, the people don't want to do the maths you to do the okay. maths so okay, anyway whatever um we'll move on uh i think to be honest there's not much more that i've got to share um Apart from interacting with our audience, um, speaking of audience, the extra audience have got a new podcast that they could be listening to. And that is, I think it's called The Rain Card Podcast. Um, we got a message the other day into our Instagram account, which has somehow grown its uh, following over the last year without, with no content. We got a message from these these guys who are from the cricket club, ex uh, Uni cricket club. And they basically said that their podcast is... I would say, a tribute act to ours. Um, They said that we inspired them. We actually got mentioned on their podcast the other day because they had some hockey boys on. Um, So how do you feel, Graver, that we've got uh, a tribute act? We've already got uh, not only fans, but we've got people trying to emulate us.
1: Well, we already had them. We already had the let's stick together boys. Um, And also, I think no free ads, JT. I think this is where we've got to be cutthroat. This is a big audience we're talking to. One that's been left on tent hooks and, you know, like cricket, cricket's probably not not as good as hockey, so.
0: No, it's certainly not well. got as um, as big a fan base, I'm sure. I, I actually looked and we have almost 7,000 total historic plays, um, which can, I can only imagine it's going to double after we release this comeback episode. That's like um,
1: 40, 40 podcasts, so. Yeah. That's
0: yeah, It was a
1: lot our oh, horn? No, no, come on. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so we, we speaking of audience engagement, we had a little Q and A on the Instagram, didn't we? Um,
1: um firstly, want... uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to just like look back on like extra this year because I do have another like take. I don't know if it's okay. even hot at this point, but like whisper it quietly. But it looks like the women are better than the men, like for the past two years. This is not the past two years; just this year. No, yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah. they had a team at Bucks final last year as well. But we won, but we won a Bucks gold as well.
0: At the um, at the top end of the club, the women are definitely in a better spot. The women's ones are, I would say, the flagship side in the club now. Um, You've seen a lot of the to...
1: games, I imagine.
0: I've seen a few, yeah. Um, they obviously they're headed to Big Bucks Wednesday as well, trying to trying to take the national title, um, and they're also not far off getting the Division One title at the weekend, which would we'll see them promoted to the crown. They prem. need
1: two two points, don't they?
0: They actually, with goal difference, they probably only need one um, from their last three games. So they're they're doing well. Um, don't say it's over till it's over, but they, they've done very well this year. They've only lost one game in all comps. Um, Beating Loughborough twice in Bucks as well, yeah. which you, you have to. Let's not serious. talk about varsity uh,
1: for the for the men.
0: Yeah, that is, it's not it's not been the men's ones year but there has been. Is it two Bucks golds uh, lower down the club for the men?
1: I don't think the fives have played their final yet. But oh, they're not. I oh, wrong. I just
0: assumed with uh, with the sun coming up tomorrow morning. I also assumed that the fives will take home that Bucks Bucks gold once more. Um, but yeah so, so yeah, no, you're right the women are doing very well that's that's a pretty cold take that the women are flying the flag uh, pretty well for, for the club at the moment
1: I also just wanted to say that people need to hold Charlie Taylor accountable because what he did the other week doing a fist pump after scoring a drag flick to put extra in peril for relegation was just frankly out of order and there is one way to redeem yourself Charlie you can have the game of life this week against Nottingham. Like, pull it out the bag. And then the week after, when you're playing Exeter, I'm talking a hat-trick of own goals. I'm talking a red That's card. Like
0: normal service resumed, isn't it?
1: Yeah. But, like, we as a people need to come together and just unanimously just say, Charlie, like, your legacy is on the line here.
0: Equally, the EG faithful—they claim to be, you know, a, a good bunch of people who, who love the game of hockey. They must know that having extra in the prem is, is you know, it's a rite yeah. of passage. It's something that should be continuing as, as an institution that we are. Um, yeah, Charlie, if you're listening, do do what Graves said. Um, listen, listen to the to the big guy. Right, let's get on to the Q and A. Uh, we've got a few questions. Inevitably, uh, Ned Lowe sent in some questions that are inappropriate, but other than that, I think we can pretty much answer <laughs> them all. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, first there one,
1: were a few I saw. He uh, clearly, clearly, is bored. I don't know what he was doing yeah. at like one o'clock in the afternoon, sending in some of them. What he was thinking about, but I can tell you that he was definitely chuckling he, a bit more.
0: He was definitely chuckling to himself while he sent them. That's for sure. But anyway, the first, the first question. Um, comes from arm it says sum up each team in one sentence now i don't think we know about the the club this year um we don't know enough to to give updates on what's happened this year so i think go more generally how would you like describe each team um and you can do that with a reference you can do that with a sort of a saying you can do what you want um, i would start I, i'm going to take the threes actually as my first one to describe it's the equivalent of the picture of Billy Vunipola sat at the lunch table when he's a school child. It's, <laughs> everyone's about eight years old, so the, all the other boys are tiny, and he's this massive guy, sat at the table, looks like a fully grown man. And that's the equivalent of having National League standard players in the Verde. And that's exactly what the threes are. They're just way too overpowered, especially last year. Um, so that, that's my analogy for that one.
1: I'd, I'd like to tell it once I think skin okay. of their teeth because
0: that's the phrase like well,
1: we've we've been in the prem like we were in the prem all the years we were there we stayed up within their legitimate rules once and we can <laughs> like claim like we've got like 5 years of uh, of like continuous prem play when reality like first year stayed up but then two covid like cancelled seasons then we get, like, the last-minute rule change in England hockey, inject chat flick, outtake exclusive, that, And we and this year, I mean, we're a Charlie Taylor, uh, what's the word, a betrayal away from, like, being relegated. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah,
0: and even when we won Bucks Gold, there was there was several dubious moments and we won on strokes. So, yeah, that that's probably a fair one. I would next like to take the fives. Um, and again, this is has a bias towards last year when they won Bucks Gold and, and a lot of our fourth year mates were in the team. I think I would describe that as wasted youth. Um, lots of talent, but by the time they're at uni, it's just that their, their prioritisation of hockey is long gone. Plenty of talent still around, enough to get them over the line. Um, but the, the dedication... Uh, to turn up to training and things like that as well as um take care of themselves is obviously long gone um so yeah wasted youth for the fives
1: yeah i was i think sort of a similar vibe for the fours but i I almost think they've been like they're better like talented players but they're also like rogue blokes, and that just like leads to like a concoction of just mediocrity when playing hockey and I mean, like just weird socials. So I would just say like st- strange vibes is probably yeah. the, the <laughs> sentence I would use.
0: Yeah, there has been some. There have been some. Pretty much all the really weird blokes have been in the fours in our time. Um, my next one, I'm going to go for the sevens. Um, I think that they should be recognised for their above and beyond ability to fraternised not in a not not in any like untoward ways, just get social with the women's club. Even from the time we were in first year, they've always had a good relationship with the women's sevens. Um and I think that's something to something to respect. Definitely when they when they didn't have as much going on um on, on Wednesdays and things like that. They were they were always game to, to get involved with stuff without having matches. Um so yeah I would say strong backing of the merger from the Sevens
1: they're um, pretty f- they're flat track bullies as well like they won their Bucks semi-final 19-0 like who were they play? I'd- I actually don't know who they were playing but like someone please tell me I want to go see their opposition I want to know <laughs> like what's going on there you could you could play outfield at that standard surely I reckon I could have got I could have scored there like easy
0: what <laughs> What team have you got next? It's either the Sixes or Twos we've got left? I'm
1: going to take Twos, and I'm going to say they've forgotten their roots, because when we joined, like, Twos was like fun, good culture, like, obviously, there's still pressure to perform because our captain was like Ed Low, uh, and like you don't want to like have a bad game on his watch, but like these days, I think the National League stuff has got to their head. Like now they're like a performance team, like they're just becoming into one Bs rather than the Ts, like they should.
0: Yeah, because I always thought not that this was driven. I will I will but...
1: <laughs> I'll get some backlash from that. I reckon. Yeah, about... for
0: sure. But I always, I always thought that when we joined, the Twos was like we were told at least that it was like the best blend of on and off pitch high performance. Um and now, yeah, certainly I mean to be fair, you know, they have done better in the in the conference this year, but um and Bucks as well. But they yeah, it's a it's a dying breed, the Luke Quartermains of the world, um for sure. Uh, which actually gives me a a quick opportunity to actually shout out Luke because I was on the sideline of a women's ones game the other day and one of the women's players' parents has an unbelievable job. He bas he he has something to do with the British Library and he collects sporting slang and documents it. And somehow I got talking to him about the snakey because he'd heard mention of it. And this dad had, by whatever tools he had available, had worked out that the first mention online of the Snakey was in 2019. He'd he'd managed to work that out and there are a lot of tweets on our on our um club Twitter, so he'd done well to find that. Anyway, so he, he started asking me. and said, like, oh, yeah, I know who... I said, I know who you know came up with that, who brought that to Exeter. Um, I'm pretty sure I could check, but I know it's one of about three people. Anyway, Luke is one of them. Um, so I texted him the other day out of nowhere saying, bit of a weird one, mate. You could sort of get credit in the British Library for this. Did you come up with Snakey? And he, uh, frustratingly but honestly, admitted that uh, it's actually... It comes from Carrow Road, the, the snake pit. Um, and he brought it down because he's from a similar neck of the woods... As Gravy is, um, but nonetheless, yeah, there's a. I got a Twitter mention today thanking me for my contribution to the uh, collection of sporting slang. Um, but if you have any others, let me know because the the dad will definitely be glad to hear them. Um, but yeah, bit <laughs> of was, a niche into, was, that one.
1: I was thinking about Luke the other day, um, just because I was like, I was more thinking about like my like hockey stuff, and um, I was just thinking like. How how lucky was I that when I first came to pre season, like my competition was an umpire and like a bloke who literally was just there for the booze. Like, <laughs> imagine if I'd come when there were actually like people like committed to performance. I probably would have been in like the fives or something.
0: Yeah, that's basically where you end up, isn't it? Anyway, I've got the sixes to finish off our um our little uh, analogies. I think the sixes. I would say. Saturday merchants probably um, never never got a bucks gold in recent years like the uh, like the the other lower teams have threatened to do um, but nonetheless the eagles fly high on a Saturday so that's what I would say Saturday merchants um, but that was a long first question on the Q and A I think the others would be a bit easier to be fair um, I'll pick one of the three that Ned Low submitted. Um, <laughs> actually no no I won't oh no there that, that was a good one one of the four sorry. Of <laughs> one of the four are any of you still playing hockey or have you moved on to squash golf or gym hashtag corporate um yeah gym and golf for me I would say what about you
1: I wouldn't say I've like moved on to um well obviously I'm not doing squash like the closest I'll ever come to squash is like the Robinsons but
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that
1: <laughs> and like golf is I wouldn't say if I was doing it in a corporate sense like I wouldn't close any deals um I'd be looking in the hedge as well like the other conversations going on between the uh big bosses and it is hard body 2023 so uh gym pending but
0: we'll oh see. exciting um to be fair I wouldn't say you're emanating strong corporate vibes so you, no, that no, question doesn't really apply to you anyway. Archie Winter asks, "Do you back the merger now that the women are in Big Bucks Wednesday?" I think our records show that we've been backing the merger for a little while already. Um, but as we uh, said, yeah, we are I, don't know, I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's one club.
0: Like, Absolutely,
1: we're, we're, it is when uh, we're like the whole club's success is riding on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. When the men haven't, haven't got in. as much to shout about.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um larry who was obviously one of our one of our beloved housemates last year asks grill do you miss me jt uh shouting at you for not doing your washing up
1: i actually think i've been like fine this year like i was just living like in like a shared house and it was never an issue so like I do you realize know, I that annoys think... me
0: because that means that you i was the one that complained but didn't reap the benefits so that that just pisses me off
1: well it's all about strategy it's all about how you like go about go about complaining submit a form to HR right. mate.
0: We're talking about cool okay um Will Stra asks do I still hate fun uh yeah obviously you don't just you don't just outgrow that um I hate fun as much as he hates carbs so put it that way <laughs> <laughs> Erling Haaland uh asks why did it why did the podcast ever have to end Graver can you answer that one
1: Lent finished Oh. Um, like we were gonna do like a tour review or an end of season dinner review, but they just never materialised. I think. Should we do a quick yeah, tour I review? mean, uh, yeah. I think we were Boys, quite cultured
0: beers, on tour. Yeah, you were quite. You probably had more culture exposure than you might have otherwise done. We were in, where were we? Valencia, and uh, we had a good time. We went all over the city. We ate quite a lot of good food. It was. Probably a bit too cultured, actually, from the fourth years for for a hockey tour. Yeah. Um, but Toiba was in his well, like, absolute element.
1: <laughs> we were sitting at like a tapas bar, and then we got a, like a video of like some of the other boys like just drinking like one pounds like cooking wine boxes in the hostel room. It's like th- there are levels to this game. Like I think <laughs> there were serious levels. Things.
0: There were serious levels, but yeah, I mean the podcast had to end because we had like exams and stuff. Sam, you were fresher then, so you probably wouldn't understand. The next question is from Katia, who asks, "Why did the lucky lady get on the podcast before me?" Um, this has been a bone of contention. Um, I think the only the only conclusion I can draw is that Graver's girlfriend is much luckier than Katia because um, of how great a bloke you are, Will. So maybe she yeah. just wasn't lucky enough to to get on. Um, but obviously, <laughs> would be welcome in, in, in future seasons.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I that's a good that's that's good backing backing. Uh... <laughs> covering your back <laughs>
0: yeah um sully asked can we get a review of the best curry house in tooting have you finished sweating from your coma a few weeks ago
1: uh, i i also also want to use this opportunity to apologize for sorry uh, to sully because i was talking to him like about the menu and he was like yeah gotta go something different than take masala and I'd like chosen something else. Like I was going like, oh yeah, mate, I'm gonna be so adventurous. And then, bang, just ordered a ticket for while we was like off at the bathroom or something. Just because I just bottled it. I also got a keeman on, which uh, I'd also like to apologise because to- we know how uh, how much Toyber loves like equally splitting the bill and getting keeman on instead of a plane on through all his calculations.
0: Yeah, the public service bureaucracy really hit a wall there, didn't it? Um yeah. Without having equal waitings for the... For... Yeah, this is this is in reference to a, a, a boys' curry night we had recently. It, it was a place called Lahore Karahi on Upper Tooting Road. I mean, it, it was we can't fantastic. really give rankings. Yeah, it, was, uh... it was great. I mean, it's one of one, so it's not really a ranking, It to was se. the
1: busiest... It was one of the busiest curry houses I've ever been in, though. Like, yeah, we had to queue for a good, like, 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, it was good fun, though. Um... Paddy asks, are we both wearing green right now, given that we used to go to Exeter and it's St. Paddy's Day? Um, I think we're. Have you got an Exeter court tip on
1: as well, Craver? Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, so have I, but not much green on show, really, because we're English, mate. Um,
1: And it's also a podcast, so I guess it's. Yeah, uh, this is not
0: much. Uh, Next question is from your (laughs) girlfriend, Craver. What is your favourite EUMHC memory?
1: On pitch or off pitch?
0: Um, How about one of each? I got one of each as well. So,
1: Um, gotta say uh, for on pitch, it's uh, the strokes against Kent. Like that was probably the best. Like getting a getting a bundle with all the chaps after after quite an adrenaline-fueled fist bump towards the Kent crowd was. (laughs) <laughs> was something something It'll live long uh, What about you On pitch JT
0: On pitch I mean it would It would have to be Beating Loughborough um, Oh yeah it, has, a, You bubble. only get to do that Yeah bursting the bubble It was a way At their sort of Varsity game um, Only time I played them And I beat them So Can't complain really
1: Yeah One of one, of one. That's a 100% record That's uh, Pretty nice Off pitch Off pitch Off pitch uh I think tall was pretty fun. I think all, all the off pitch was uh good fun. Uh I was trying to think of like one particular memory. Probably but the podcast, the podcast was a lot of fun. I think that's that's been my favourite Lent challenge. And obviously yeah. that, the hot take I provided also like sets up a pretty decent decent year as well. So
0: Yeah, that is true. It was it was good fun doing the podcast. I mean my, my off pitch favorite my favorite day in the club was still when we won bucks gold and we were in in freshers
1: yeah that was that was good as well uh, yeah
0: and I'm hoping it's kind of a weird story day, on Wednesday weird day
1: for me because I don't know if you knew this but I like warmed up on the pitch before so it was kind of weird like having like one foot in the boys camp and then one foot like on the sideline when like they didn't have space on the bench for me so
0: yeah kind of mate you are uh, you you, you deserve the medal for that, honestly, because yeah. you were such a big part of that. And... We haven't we haven't
1: have you mentioned you played once yet? That's.
0: Uh... I said I beat Loughborough. That. I didn't mention that was a first team game. So yeah, yeah, I have. I did play once. I'm wearing a I'm wearing the oh, well grey court suit today because I'm a, a man of the club. This is you know standard issue, I'm not flaunting some of my ones gear. But I did play once. Yeah, in case anyone had forgotten. Yeah. I...
1: Yeah, that was something Sully brought up earlier and i was just remind, reminded by how every episode was just incessant. Just, like, <laughs> do you know I played one's guys? Brilliant, yeah.
0: Um, the last two questions are both from Nico. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing. Um, what have you missed most about uni? Have you oh, let go and uh, what, what have you missed most?
1: Uh, I think I've let go. But I, I mean, I have been back a fair bit with because, obviously, uh, the lucky lady is situated there, so I'm sort of... Well, I have to go back every now and again. Um, but it's been fun. Like, I sort of feel like it's uh, been let go. But the thing with, um, like, other clubs to uni clubs, and this isn't, like, uh, I don't know. I remember, like, but just the vibe is, like, completely different. Like, you get people, like, on the back end of their career... You literally just get like juniors, and I kind of had to remind myself that, like, if the junior scores an own goal, you can't like shout at the junior. <laughs> like, you gotta remember they're just kids.
0: Yeah. Whereas when we yeah. when you were doing
1: rubbish, we couldn't just shout yeah. at you because you'd get upset. I just, I think I, I think I caught a few strays in the... In training, <laughs> there was one time um, Hooper just shouted like at me trailer, He's like, "For God's sake, just close your legs!" And I. Uh, yeah, I, was, I think uh, we
0: all told you to close
1: your legs. That was um, stuck in the memory. That was the Compton.
0: Sorry, I think we had some uh, internet issues there because Graver lives beyond the uh, you know human civilization as we know it. Um, but my, we're just gonna. We're, I was just gonna cover off what I miss most about uni. I think probably just the playing hockey because I haven't done that this year. Um, it, you know, I've obviously got other things keeping me busy now. But that was you know we were doing that six days a week. Um, and yeah I was playing a, I was playing such a high standard in the ones that um, you know I had to uh, you know I've been missing that a bit um, but I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to playing again next year um, and even if we don't quite form uh, the Exonians HC I'm sure we'll be crossing paths with uh, extra old boys up and around London um, and on all those teams around there
1: yeah well let's get it let's get into that we were uh, sort of polling where we yeah. should go next like where do you think like please send us ideas but like we're talking about like spencer like should we just take over wayfarers like everyone does should we set up a whole new club should we go to india jibkana because yeah exactly and i hopefully it's tikka masala each week so i don't get get too stressed
0: (laughs) yeah no we, we are we are looking at um you know where 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 people will take us um i have briefly been um talking with my sister Martha um, about where she might play next year if she she leaves Exeter um, and trying to sort of use her use her talent as a bargaining chip to get me in somewhere, you know, sort of package myself as part of the deal ride her coattails, um, but she doesn't seem too keen about that. Um, Anyway, yeah no, we we do actually, we do want suggestions. Um, I bumped into Sam Hooper the other day, who's obviously a previous guests of the of the podcast and um it was good to see him but I completely forgot to ask him where I should go and he, he'd be the man to ask really because he's uh he,
1: he's a mr knowledgeable on things like that um but yeah yeah it's pretty tricky uh with goalkeepers as well like people got people uh got the jobs so that they want to mm-hmm. hang on to yeah, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I, I
0: could obviously, I could rebrand myself. I could go back into midfield, or, or even take myself up front. People would be none the wiser. Um, so yeah, watch this space.
1: We <laughs> oh, yeah. had we had one more question in the comments from uh, oh, yeah. Louis, I believe, just asking about have I uh, had any clean sheets this year, and have I had to do any jugs as a result? I. I actually don't think I've got a clean sheet this year. Oh, uh, really? I think, yeah. That's a bit disappointing. I mean, I wouldn't do them just in the Oxford Hawks clubhouse. They do serve drugs, though. So they're quite affordable, really. Um, like £12 for How a How would you know that? You've probably never so. bought one. Pretty gnarly. But a couple of club socials, uh, I had some fun at. Sort of integrated myself into normal society. Um,. Uh, yeah, I did do a, a a jug when I came down one week against uh, Time Pete. Oh yeah, uh, the combine harvester. And who won? Um, and he he did win. He did. Oh, you're joking! But it's like that thing. You like you gotta leave it in a better place, and you found it. You gotta train the next person to be better than you. Yeah. So I can feel quite proud that my legacy is just con- on a continuous upward trend.
0: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm very glad um and yeah that brings us to the end of the questions really
1: have you got anything else to add (laughs) graver well i don't i don't don't really know actually i mean are we going to do this again
0: well maybe i mean i am going to argentina in two weeks so you might have to squeeze it in
1: yeah what's the time difference I, i might have to be uh be up in the morning if you're doing it from like this Bolivian salt flats no has Toby giving you like some uh senorita hotspots because that's pretty much what he did when he went traveling isn't he uh,
0: well firstly the time difference means that if it's morning in Argentina it's lunchtime here so don't to, you don't have to worry about being up in the morning and secondly
1: oh, okay perfect
0: and secondly I haven't asked for the senorita hotspots that you're talking about because <laughs> I'll be going with Katia um but yeah, you're right, he did that is what he, he that's basically all he did with his time. He didn't do any culture, he just um he just went for, for off pitch pursuits. Um so yeah, always good to get some toy laundering on the podcast for sure. Yeah, he's
1: uh he's pretty his well, he's just becoming a spy at the moment, isn't he? I think we can say that. Yeah, I mean, he's been sent to arrest arrest Putin, I heard. So.
0: Yeah, not not wanting to. So good
1: luck to good luck to him.
0: We're carrying on our doxing um, our doxing <laughs> reputation here, but yeah, no. Hopefully, um, hopefully he doesn't get made uh, by by the uh, KGB who are watching uh, our podcast. Um, and yeah, maybe you can watch this one. We we filmed it with video, so maybe we will update it as video. I don't really know how to do that, but. Uh, we'll find out. Um, but yeah, I think...
1: They can watch each trying to drink water in the quietest way possible. Yeah, I've, I've, I've also done <laughs> the, like the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not that professional yet. Um, we haven't got a full-on studio yet, so that's pending uh, if anyone wants to invest in us. Um, yeah, yeah, anyone knows any locations, we can set one up. Yeah. So maybe in, like, the clubhouse of our next club.
0: Yeah, exactly. The Exonian, which is not the pub in Exeter, but the, the clubhouse of the the hockey club that we set up. Um but, yeah, other than that, I think Toyber Slander is probably a pretty good way to end the podcast, don't you,
1: Graver? I agree. at any nice time, anywhere, I'll be there <laughs> to slander Toyber.
0: Um, let us know about where we should play hockey next year uh, and we will follow blindly. Um, but other than that, on my EG. On your EG?